mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi everyone, how you doing? Happy Wednesday. How's your day been? Hit me up with those questions. Let's get rolling on them. I'm not going to stay on too long tonight, so I want to get through as many as I possibly can. And just a bit of a heads up, um, tomorrow I will not be able to go live at 7pm because it's my daughter's birthday, so we're going to have a birthday celebration. Um, but we have lots for you guys to get caught up on this week. Did you see uh, the segment that we did with hormone educator Jen Pike? We're breaking down hormones 101. One of the things I did forget to ask her was to talk about the men. So she's going to definitely come back and when she does we're going to have a, a little conversation about men and their hormones because men also have hormones too and the the topic of conversation was very much geared to women I had it on the I had it on my mind to ask her and I didn't but we'll make sure. Anyway, fabulous conversation. I know so many of you have questions about your hormones. Um, you know, you're not sure what's normal, what's not, what you can do, what your options are, what should you do. Um, so we had a great conversation with her. Um, and remember, we're turning all of those segments into podcasts so you can listen uh, to them over on Acast, uh, also available on Apple and Spotify. And then we had Julia Glowinski. Um, how amazing is she? So many good uh, tidbits and takeaways, honestly. I learned so much from her last time. I mean, those of you who've done previous programs, my whole setup in terms of where I go live is different because I used to do them in my bedroom um, just because it had better sound quality in there. And since then, I just ended up getting myself a big fat mic <laughs> to balance out the sound. Uh, and this is a much better situation. As soon as I go into my, immediately I noticed right away the small changes, um, taking my work stuff out of my room. Um, I immediately noticed the change in my sort of visceral reaction when I walked into my room. It's much more calming and inviting for sleep. Um, I still have some tweaks that I, uh, that I, that I'm going to need to make. I'm going to have to step out of my comfort zone and do things I might not like or love, but all for the sake of getting that better sleep. Cause I'm really feeling it. And I don't know about you guys, but stress also played a massive major role. She gave us some tips on um, this little technique she calls orbit when it comes to your stress and your sleep. We uh, reposted that for you guys. Um, she wrote out a little, uh, a little post for us. We posted that if you haven't had an opportunity to see it, it's in the guides. Uh, where are we? Are these the questions? All right, let's get rolling all right on them today, today, today. The big three is my favorite week, hands down. It's what you, where you get to be really proactive about this process. First couple of weeks is really laying that strong foundation, you know, um, and now we actually get to do something about getting our weight to move. And we're going to have lots of conversations moving forward um, about these portion sizes and the questions that you're asking and how to really be in tune to your portions. But the best thing you can do, even if you're not really sure how it's all going to work or you're asking the four questions, you're not sure if you're doing it right or you're not sure your body's saying anything, is just keep asking. Asking. The more you ask, the more you'll bring that those those you know your answers to the forefront. It's just like if you've ever eaten anything and gotten sick off it, and the, the thought of it, eating it again or drinking it again, you're like ah, just the thought is just like ah, nope, no thank you. 
your body has all these issues and all these associations that it makes to your food. And same thing when it comes to the portion sizes of your food. And I've been using this as an example, right? But in your buffet line, like this is the kind of messaging things you're kind of listening for. You know when you're in the buffet line and you're piling the food on your plate and there it gets to a point where you still have a lot more food you want to put on your plate, but you look at your plate and you're like, oh my God, this is way too much food for me. Like you just know, you know it's too much food, right? So your body is going to get, um, you're going to get so in tune with your body. It's not only going to tell you like when to eat, what to eat. It will also tell you how much to eat. Some of you notice you're getting um, really loud and pronounced hunger signals, but you're also noticing that your body's being really loud about letting you know when you've had enough. So the goal is to get super in tune to those portions and eat just enough so that when you're walking away 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling satisfied and not full and not stuffed. So if you're new to the program, you're probably stopping when you think that you're satisfied. And then as soon as, you know, a few minutes go by, all of a sudden when your body starts to digest the food, you're starting to notice, Ooh, Oops, that might have been a little too much. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Just practice being in tune. The more you practice listening to your body, the more it's going to start communicating with you. I know some of you are big believers in that, but the mind-body connection is real. And then failing that, we got maximizing, which is all the other things that you can do to really um, benefit this process besides the food, the water, and the supplements. We also did a post the other day on maximizing your food choices. Really be mindful of like, um, you know, thinking this is forever. Nothing we do here is forever. It's all for a rhyme and a reason to lose this weight in a healthy way. So you can move on and just live a normal life at the end of the day, right? So nothing we do is going to be forever. So when it comes to your food choices, you really want to think most bang for your buck. So if you haven't seen it yet, some great posts to get caught up on. Tomorrow we're talking travel. For those of you who've been asking about travel, we got a great travel post uh, for you tomorrow. Otherwise, uh, kind of light on information for the rest of the week. So great time to get caught up. Hi, G hi Jenny. The scale is finally starting to move, but that isn't what I'm most happy about. I have a few issues my body is dealing with this round. Plantar fasciitis. Uh, that's the worst. I had that when I used to teach a lot of aerobics back in the day. Honestly, there were some days I got up, I couldn't walk anywhere. It was horrible. Um, and which makes it difficult when you want to move your body when you can barely walk, right? Um, some fatty liver. Okay, I get that. A lot of people dealing with some fatty livers. High stress, you know, food choices, that kind of thing. Overactive bladder and I'm new to menopause. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay. I also do not have a gallbladder. As many who have been, you know, listen, I mean, people get their gallbladders removed for lots of reasons, but it's, it's actually very typical um, when dealing with people who are looking to lose weight because that, as, as per my detox video, if you guys um, have taken the time to see it, I talk about this. This is the side effect of, of dieting nobody talks about. Like nobody talks about how if you're successful, successful, <laughs> late and I'm tired. Um, if you're successful at losing weight, you run the risk of having to get your gallbladder removed. It happens so often because the same toxins that are being released when your body's releasing fat that make you feel detoxy, again, the very loose, very, very loose general term I describe um, when the body's focused on getting fat out or your response, those same toxins that make you feel that way, when you do a burn the fat diet, those they get into your gallbladder, they gunk it up. And then you have to end up getting your gallbladder removed. And it happens all the time to people who've been successful at weight loss. So there's a lot of people in this program I'm missing their gallbladder. A lot of people will ask what to do about it. And so this is sort of where you have to understand. I put together this program helping thousands of people lose weight with variety of different health issues, different shapes and sizes, different dietary needs, different ages, you run the gamut. So a lot of what you need to do is already built into the program. You know, things like, like when you're missing your gallbladder, your, your gallbladder holds like an extra cup of bile. So your digestive system, when it needs it, dumps it in. And, and, you're, and, and when people get acid reflux and such, a lot of times it's from not enough 
um, stomach acid. Not too much is actually from not enough. So something as simple as the lemon, wa the lemon water in the morning and apple cider vinegar really works wonders for people missing their gallbladder. It kind of like gets their juices flowing. Um, so that's something as simple as you can do. Also, digestive bitters. Um, you want to talk to your healthcare provider. Um, there's bile salts. There's also there's all sorts of things that you can do. The program puts a massive focus on digestion. So when missing your gallbladder, it's not really anything you need to be concerned about. If you can go to your if you can go to your healthcare provider and talk to them things like bitters and bile salts and things that you can support um, when missing your gallbladder, that would be a way of maximizing your efforts. But there's nothing you need to do. Okay, back to you. Um, I've been doing research to see what I need to do to help my body with all these issues, and it turns out I'm already doing them ah yeah exactly 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 um this i love when that happens too you guys know i have i have major issues actually reading through a whole question because my thoughts pop up and immediately i feel the need to get them out there i love this yes i've been doing research to see what i need to do to help my body with all these things and it turns out i'm already doing them this program would help with every one of those issues from the food on the plant to the water to the sleep to the supplements to the exercise added in this round i feel confident this round will heal my body so it can start to fully focus on fat loss in the following programs i freaking love this <sighs> yeah exactly exactly this can help your body heal and then the and then moving forward from that's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer no i love this for you i love this for you what a great way to start the 7 p.m i was so tired you guys i was really really like really struggling and now i feel like a million bucks after reading that i love that i can't get over how hard it is to listen to your body subtle cues about feeling full right yeah Right? Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's so interesting because I know that new people coming into the program and we talk about eating dissatisfaction. So many people are like, what does that mean? Right? What, what does that mean? Like, how do you know when you're done eating? Right? So many people don't know. Um, and it's all about that disconnect too. It's right that disconnect that from a very young age, you've been told to ignore your bodies, right? Oh, I'm hungry. Okay. Well, you know, dinner's, you, you know, dinner's in a few hours. You can wait, you know, eat everything on your plate, right? But I'm already full. Eat everything on your plate. There's people starving, you know, um, eat the, eat the vegetables they feel good for you but my tummy's upset I mean you know and our parents didn't know no different right but they're constantly every time you ignore yourself when you're hungry you don't drink when you're thirsty you don't sleep when you're tired you know what I mean that's all disconnecting from your body so there gets to be a point where your body stops factoring you in and kind of runs the show on its own and that's what happens after dieting right when you're starving and you're depriving the body's like okay well I got to get energy from somewhere like let me take it from the fat and then you think great I'm losing weight and your body's like Ugh, first chance we get we got to store that all back plus more body's thinking it's doing you a favor and you're like god this is not cool that's not what i wanted you know at the end of the day um so it's so true i'm asking the questions and slowing down to be open to the cues oh i love that i love that i love that um it, it just keep practicing uh, i feel like i'm learning a whole new language this is a really challenging week yeah it is but it's so freaking cool and make sure you have fun with that so it's you it's not going to happen overnight some of you have been ignoring yourselves for like your entire life <laughs> legit um legit so it can take some practice to engage you know that mind body connection but once you do listen the intuitive eating is a thing being intuitive your intuition is a thing that mind body connection is a thing um, you know, intuitive eating is a thing. It's just that the people, it's just they really fucked it up. Excuse my language, but intuitive eating, um, they just got it all wrong. They think intuitive eating is like, if I'm going to eat a donut, I'm going to eat it and enjoy it. That, that's not intuitive eating. That's, that's, there's nothing intuitive about eating a donut. There's like, yes, dealing with all your food issues. So when you go to eat the donut, you're not, for, you know, you're not met with that negative self-talk. But it takes a lot of work to get there, to get to a place where you can reach for a donut and eat it and not deal with all that negative self-talk. Your intuition has nothing to do with that. You have to 
work through and rewire how your brain has come to function with that negative self-talk, right? And if it was just so easy to like take whatever you're going to eat and sit there and say to yourself, how am I going to feel if I eat this? See, and this is what intuitive eating people do. Um, they'll say, well, how do I feel if I eat this? But you guys, you guys are practicing actually actively asking yourself four questions of how you feel about your food before you eat it, while you're eating it, after you're eating 10, 15 minutes later. And that shit takes a lot of practice as you can tell. So they make it seem like it's so easy. Just ask yourself how you're going to feel, right? Um, but you will get to a place place in this process when you keep practicing. You'll be so in tune with your body. It'll tell you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. Like you'll get to a point where you'll be like, okay, what do I want? I want some fruit because you're going to have options moving forward. We're going to phase you off this food plan. And you're going to be like, I want fruit. And then you're going to say, okay, of the fruit I have available to me, what is most appealing? Is it the grapes? Is it the mangoes? Is it the raspberries? Like, is it the orange? Is it the orange? I want the orange. Like, really? So we tend not to dive deep into like our body's feels. Here's a tip too. Get out of your head on this. Your answer is not coming for your he- from your head. Your answer is not coming from your head. It's coming from your belly. And I'll tell you the reason why it's not coming from your head is that this is where all your wants are stored up here. So you drive by a Big Mac, right? And you see it. Big Mac. Fun. Yummy. How do I, do I want that? How do I feel about eating that? I want it. It's fun, right? But then put it in your belly immediately. Ask my belly how fun it is. Ask my belly if I want it. Oh, your belly's like, oh, hell no, no, thank you. No, mm -mm, no, no, no. Your stomach starts to like, eh. Your mouth starts to feel greasy just thinking about it, right? So you do the same with those portions. Get out of your head about it. Get into your belly about it, right? Think walking through the buffet line and recognizing, ooh, because you're thinking about eating eating those things and eating those things and eating those things, right? And then you get to a point where you know you just got way too much on your, on your, on your, on your plate, right? So get out of your head about it. Get out of your head about it and into your belly. Into your belly. Into your belly. Into Deb Rennie. So Miss Livy, are you taking that TV out of your bedroom? Time to level up. No, but I am buying a new couch. <laughs> I, I, before I did that sleep segment with Julia, I said to Tony, we got to buy a new couch because literally like we go upstairs and my thought process was not even attached to my sleep. It's actually attached to my kids because, you know, I, I work, I do these 7 p.m. lives and then we kind of shut her down. We go up to our bed. We have a beautiful king bed. It's so comfortable. We have that big screen TV and the kids like they're older, right? Like my son's got a new video game today. We, he got that new Pokemon. So he's busy. He, he, he don't want to sit around and watch TV with us. He wants to play his video games, right? But, but maybe I want to play with him. Like I want to start spending t- more time with my teens because they're going to be out of the house soon, you know? Um, so I made the decision to buy a bigger couch because my living room situation right now is like just old couches that we had that we used to move in. And so I kind of like the way my TV is positioned in my living room, our couches are here and we can't, there's, we have a lot of people in my house too, right? We need a big couch. Um, so the, I've already was, was on now where what I want to do is come off my lives, go upstairs, make myself maybe a nice tea and then sit down, uh, you know, in front of the couch. And then Tony likes to be on his phone and like he can be on his phone and then we can spend a couple hours, you know, hanging around just the, even if the kids are coming out of the ki- in and out of the kitchen, we're with them. And then when it's time to go to bed, actually go to bed. Right. And I think that like a lot of what Julie is talking about, I'm, I'm lying in bed. I'm tired. I swear I could go to bed at eight. I'm in bed, but I'm awake because I want to get Tony time, even though like sometimes they don't even talk to each other. <laughs> it's like, let me say, Sometimes he just lies there and watches videos of me when I'm sitting right beside him. <laughs> 
And so I am actually really serious. Dad, I've had enough, man. I, you know, you know me, you've been in these groups before. Like I, I really struggle with this, my sleep. I love what I do. I tend to overwork myself. I really stress out. I take things so emotionally and personal. Um, it's really stressful on me and I, I really got to get a better sleep. I almost like I, it could, it could make me cry right now. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm so just exhausted. I've had five migraines this month. I didn't have any migraines last year. And I know a lot of that is the weather, but a lot of it's the stress and the excitement and stuff. And I need to get my ass to freaking bed and I need to get some sleep. So I'm going to be doing all the things. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I will end up taking that TV. I don't know what we'll put there because it's, it's made for a TV. It'll just be a big hole in our living room. <laughs> Cover it up with some big painting. I don't know. Um, I mean, we could also leave it in a, leave it in the bedroom and not watch it. I mean, that's a thing we could do too. So if we did want to lie in bed on a Sunday or whatever and watch a movie, we could do it. Anyway, I am taking my house seriously. Hi, Jennifer. Good evening. Recently diagnosed with Crohn's and I'm wondering if there's a way to connect with others who have Crohn's, but there's so many in here. There's so many. All you got to do is put it out there. You know, I would love words of encouragement post. Maybe the words of encouragement post. Also do a call out and a shout out on the main page on the quite just hey, your crones here. Anyone else got crones? Uh, and uh, no doubt people will people will come. People will come. Uh, I know I can be successful. Want to know if they have any tips to little flare-ups that can happen throughout the process. This is really individual to your needs. Like you know your body best. Like listen, a lot of a lot of a lot of the information has changed. Like, you know, back in the day, crones, people would never touch leafy greens, you would never touch nuts, and now the science is out there saying, ah, Ah, we're not sure so so sure that those are causing the issues but although I have met I have worked with people who are like well science may be saying that but I sure as shit know when I eat those nuts or a, a certain kind of nuts I get a flare-up and Crohn's is not a joke Crohn's is not just IBS or Crohn's is not just I mean IBS can't be is not a joke either um Crohn's is not just like you got to take a, a couple probiotics right I mean mind you the the protocol that we have for digestion is gonna it's gonna it's gonna do wonders um but you can really land in the hospital and it, it can be very serious Crohn's so you don't really want to be necessarily even taking other people's advice you really just want to go slow you know kind of ease into this process make changes like things like roast your nuts or find nuts that you know don't bother your system right stick to leafy greens that you know work when you're when you're sensing a flare-up so really work hand in hand with your doctor maximizing right up your alley right back but but yeah do a call out for that because our members are really great um I remember a few weeks back someone was like hey anyone in here with Hashimoto's and there must have been like 20 women if not more who like it shared their experience Experience. There was a whole conversation that went on for hours after the live, right? So, um, lots and lots and lots. Cause I, I know you guys must be so, those of you, you know, struggle with that and so nervous about everything that you're eating, right? And we do want to strengthen your digestive system. There's a lot to be said for that, but you definitely want to be mindful, right? And we don't want you to like taking risks that you're going to set you back. And hopefully you won't have any setbacks. We have had uh, people run through this program and be like, oh my God, I struggled for so long. And after this process, like I've just felt amazing and have a good handle. But that's not to say you're never going to have a flare up again because stress as you know plays a massive role in all of that as well right among with other factors right? um perhaps uh perhaps perhaps okay gina we need to know did you take sonia to home sense to get pictures for her office joking aside we did we did and we ended up buying tony <laughs> <laughs> so Tony was, we were doing these Zoom calls and Tony, like we, we were kind of in our basement and you know, we had like a bunch of DVDs that were left for us when we moved into the house and he had a whiteboard and all of that it looked very eighties. <laughs> we were joking about it. We're living in, we're working in our eighties basement. Um, but we ended up getting Tony, uh, uh some great, uh, great piece of art. So his Zoom calls look much better. Um, and we are working on sizes. You know why? Because I believe in like really loving your space, right? Like I love my job. I want my team to love what they do, you know, and I'm all about loving my space like I walk in here I love my space I'm like ah you know um anyway 
Um, what are you saying here? Um, I am feeling so in tune to my belly sounds and feels now. It's so crazy. Loving this. Don't you? I love this too. I love learning about myself. I love working through my shit. I love being in tune. I love feeling like my body is working for me rather than trying to screw me over to at the end of the day. But yeah, that migrating motor complex, that'll get you, right? That'll really get you. And that's, we really want to, in moving forward in the program, we're going to, we're going to phase you guys off this routine because you really want that migrating motor complex to kick in. And we really are fighting how the body naturally likes to function and what it actually needs and when. Like eating six times a day is like exhausting for the body it's like way it's so unnecessary but it's definitely a means to in that definitely a means to end. but I love that I, and I think like just like look at how in tune you are now like really just like a small small amount of effort a few weeks just keeping your energy keeping your energy directed at yourself and minding your own business which reminds me don't you guys love that the, the water what's the, what's the song Mind your business and drink your water. That song, have you guys seen that? Everyone like posting that with the beans. Um, keeping your energy directed at yourself. It's amazing what you can find out about yourself when you keep your, you know, you keep your energy directed at yourself. Instead of judging other people and what's going on up there and who's this doing what they do and just like really, really, really focus on yourself. You know, it's amazing what you can learn about yourself. It's so cool. It's such a so, super cool process and I freaking love week three. Rebecca RZ, Rebecca RZ, you guys. Um, Rebecca Ross Zayance is who I'm talking to, um, reached a hundred pounds lost. If you guys don't follow her over on Instagram, she's always doing the most amazing shares. We got a lot of, a lot of our team on there. They're sharing stuff. A lot of our, um, you know, hashtag, I think Livy loser. Um, if you search that up, you'll get to see some people who are, or certain people following me. Cause usually everyone following me or people who I'm following is everyone on the program. Um, and, uh, anyway, she's a hundred pounds. Congrats girl. A hundred pounds. I have not had no, I should have, I'm the worst. Did we even like, did we reach out? Did we do anything? Do we send, do we send commemorative gifts or anything like that? <laughs> We should. Anyway, if you see her around the group, she's she's uh, she's one of our team. She, her bio is over in the team bios. Don't forget about the team bios. The team bio guide, team guide, team guide's got all their bios in it. If you have not seen it yet, all of our teams, all their befores and after, some of them are still very much on their journey, but good tidbits and takeaways. At the bottom of everyone's posts, they share like tips for being successful. Anyway, Rebecca RZ down 100 pounds, crushing the program. Uh, go check her out and, and go check out the tips that she has shares. Hi, Serene. Hi, everyone. Despite the weather, I've been in the best mood today. Well, I love that. I uh, love the sleep segment today. I use that breathing technique and it really works so well for me. Awesome. I also, I made Andrea's tuna melt. So many of you make making Andrea's tuna melt. I love it. She got another one for you tomorrow. Tomorrow, she is talking frittata. Her, her you know, everyone, the frittata. Everyone loves the frittata recipe. Uh, if you're new to the program, you haven't had it. Um, it's good. I made Andrea's tuna melt in, the, in in a portobello mushroom. Oh my god, it was so decadent, all the right ways. Have a rest of the evening. I love it, Serene. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. I love that. Uh, I miss the answer for what you do when you wake up in the middle of the night. Mind races can't be get back to sleep. Um, I mean, you could always. Um, I don't know, ask her, <laughs> but my suggestion would be is like the same thing, right? So she, if you're in, so if you watch the sleep segment, she did talk about, we did talk about at the very end, what to do when you're waking up, right? Like if you're waking up and you can't get back to sleep, don't lie there, get up, go do something, go read a book, make yourself some tea, go walk around your house and go do something and then come back a half hour later. She has the 30, 30 or half hour, half hour rule. So if you're lying there in bed and you wake up in the middle of the night and you're lying there for a half hour and you're not asleep, get up, go walk around for a half hour and then go back, right? 
right? Some of you will say things like, well, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm hungry. Well, because I notice my, and I'm hungry because my stomach is growling. Your, your stomach is not growling. Your migrating motor complex is doing its work. And because you're awake, you're picking up on that, right? Um, people will describe that as like a gnawing in their feeling. Um, but when it comes to detox and waking up in the middle of the night, for the most part, um, you guys are waking up to pee, right? Usually when you get up, you go pee, you should be able to fall asleep um, quite easily. But a technique, if your mind is racing, is to... Um, I'm trying to think, what was the guy's name? Uh, is to keep a keep a notepad by your bed. Remember, what's the girl's name? The girl who's got cancer. Um, what is her name? Okay. What the guy? You know the guy, the sleep guy. Remember, you sent me the sleep thing where the guy woke up in the middle of the night and the mind racing, and he tells himself to go to sleep. It's a good one. This anyway, um, I can't remember the guy. You sent it to me. You sent it to me. Is that on my phone? Where's my phone? I'm talking on my phone. <laughs> Anyway, it's a sleep technique. Um, I think of a sleep technique for the military. It was uh, a guy on Instagram that I follow. I'm sorry. I'm tired. My brain isn't working. He was sharing a technique about the military, about how they lie there and they start with their head and they like sink their head into a pillow, calm, like calm their brain and just kind of go through their bodies, right? And one of the things they do do is tell themselves like, don't, don't think, don't think, don't think, don't think, just go to sleep, right? Seems so simple, but uh, make sure you te- make sure you check out the technique. Um, she, um, she shared some tips at the very end. With Dr. Paul becoming back, yes, he will be coming back two more times. So we're going to be talking to Dr. Paul. I mean, I could have Dr. Paul every day. I'm sure we could find lots of topics to talk about. Um, but uh, but yes, Dr. Paul will be coming back. Um, Jen Pike is coming back. Um, uh, Julia, actually, Julia Glowinski talked about some things that she would like to talk about. Um, perhaps we're hopper back as well. Hi, Tanya. I kept hearing your words all last week and remind myself of what I learned in my first round. I stuck to the program and broke out of a week-long plateau on Monday. Nice. Down three more pounds. Thank you for saying what I need to hear. The group is amazing for support. Yeah, you're going to get there. And, you know, those plateaus are such a bitch. And, and I know that deep down inside, sometimes when you, especially if you've lost a good chunk, and then you hit a plateau and it goes on forever, like you actually start to think, am I going to be able to lose this? Like maybe I'm done. Like maybe like I won't be able to, because I know you've done diets before and I know you hit plateaus. And when you hit plateaus in other diets, it means you're done. On here, it doesn't. Like if you clearly have visible fat to lose, I mean, sometimes, like, you know, if you're taking it to the extreme, obviously, and you're like, you've taken your weight all the way down, you want to go more and more and more. That's a totally different situation and story and conversation. Um, but you know, if you've lost your weight and you, you have visible fat that you can lose, you know, and you're being realistic about it, then your plateaus will break. Your plateaus will break. Cause you know why? You don't want to know why I know they will break because your body is not interested in storing fat. And we never talk about how all the unhealthy things that happen when your body's storing extra fat. Like inflammation. Everyone wants to know if they have inflammation. If you have extra weight in your body, you have inflammation. That's the problem. When you carry excess weight, it causes your body to be inflamed. It's just how it is, you know, at the end of the day. Um, so I love that. I love that. You just you got to keep working through it. You got to keep working through it. Since sometimes your bodies are taking big, long-ass plateaus because your body has got a lot to stabilize and, and you want it to take the time. That's the thing. So so your body on a plateau Every, every second it's on a plateau is solidifying the weight that you've lost. It's, it's making your new weight be your new norm. So there's nothing wrong with sitting at a plateau for a long time, um, except that we obviously want to, you know, reach our goals. So how do you bust through a plateau is maximize the shit out of everything. Do everything. Do like, do all the things. And even in, even when you're doing all the things, if the scale isn't moving, then at least you know you're doing all the things and probably what your body needs is time at the end of the day. That time is always, that, that time is like, it's gold, right? The time that, that time that you give your body when it's in a plateau, just solidifying your weight. It's making your new weight your new norm. So it's, it's trying to 
create things, processes in play, right? Like your body temperature, the hormone, your hormones, like your your metabolism. Like homeostasis is when you everything's in balance, or everything's in flux, for for another way to say that. And, and it's where your body's like, this is where it feels comfortable functioning at. And you've dropped the weight, so now we need your body to get comfortable functioning at this level, right? And then when you drop the weight again, we want to get comfortable at that level. And when you're done losing your weight, this is where your body ends up comfortable. Ah! See, that's how, um, that's how maintenance is going to work. That's how maintenance is going to work. Um, don't know who I'm in turning into. Hi, Lynn. One year with Gina Method. And I'm now walking, trying to do daily, even this afternoon in the rain. It took me a year, but my energy is increasing. I love that. And you know, I absolutely love you, right? I absolutely love and adore you. I love that. It's, you know, it takes a lot. Like, listen, I am on a mission to like overhaul my, look at me, I'm all stressed. I am not exercising. Thank God I'm following the plan because at least I'm eating well. I am not exercising. I'm not doing great on stretch man stress management. I'm not doing sleep and I'm not doing all those things. But I'm going to cut myself some slack. Like I got a lot of shit to organize, a lot of things to do. Like this, this whole, this whole business has been a whirlwind for me. Like I, yeah, I had a very successful business, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one clients. It was not, it is not 20,000 people to manage, you know, and a team of like 30, 30 people and all of that. And it's a lot and I'm loving every second of it. I'm so fucking grateful. Honestly, I couldn't be more grateful. Um, and so, but I'm trying to like find balance and at a time where I don't know if I can find balance, <laughs> right? Um, but there are things that I can do and I'm sucking ass on doing them and I don't know why but I'm trying really desperately to cut myself some slack and you should too right like every day I do things that you know because you guys have things that you need to do to reach your weight loss goal I have things that I need to do to reach my goals right so I'm struggling showing up every day to do the things that I need to do and find time and prioritize and do all those things right it's the same shit just different things we're focused on at the end of the day um you know so I'm getting there I'm getting there and I'm slowly pulling them in and yes absolutely if I was more more consistent would that obviously have a bigger impact yeah but I also recognize what I'm dealing with and you know I, I have this going on that going on and I'm, I'm getting there I'm getting there I'm like giving I'm I'm, I'm saving I'm, I'm I'm giving myself some grace but at the same time the same time you know I, I, I need to get on this sooner rather than later you know and I think you can find balance it doesn't have to be all or nothing there can be a fine line in it where you're giving yourself some grace cutting yourself some slack but at the same time be like okay Gina not that much slack, honey. Not that much slack, you know? So I love this, Lynn, right? Taking your time and now you've created habits. You, well, you, listen, Lynn, straight up, you know spring chicken, right? You know spring chicken. So you're talking like most, a big chunk of your life doing things a certain way. You know, your body functioning a certain way. And to some people, a year might not seem like a long, like might seem like a long time. It's nothing. It's a freaking blip in your body's life, right? It's a blip in your body's life. So what you're doing is all of your hard work and your efforts and your consistency and you know, diligently showing up is, is transforming your life. It's transforming who you are, the kind of energy that you're putting out, you know, your thought process, like let's get up and go for a walk. Whereas before it was like, ah, fuck that, I'm gonna get you know what I mean? So I love this. Making change. Making change. Making change. We are in the pursuit of change and so many people are resistant to changing the things in their life. I love that. You don't have to do a whole complete overhaul, but you know, the smallest things make such a big difference. Even just at my chiropractor today, we went because um, he was talking about how he walks his dog every night. He puts on a fun podcast. We were talking about stress management. Um, and he talks about how he just puts on a, a business podcast in the morning and goes for a walk and sets up his day. And then at night, he takes his dog for a walk and listens to fun 
funny podcast and just kind of decompresses and it's become and even when he was saying it I was like yeah I got dogs that sounds like it feels good I may not do it anytime soon <laughs> but I think when the weather gets nice I could really see myself like grabbing one of my dogs or maybe, like both is just chaotic both is not a nice walk for me both I'm, I've got my dogs are crazy I mean they're amazing but they're just yeah they need support um and so it stresses me I have a big dog and, and she's so beautiful and wonderful but she's black and then people always get stressed out and freaked out by her and she's the sweetest thing wouldn't even do she'd just lick you to death she'd lick you to death honestly but it stresses me out to take my dog for a walk so you know maybe I'll take the little one or something my point is is that you can feel and this is like extra exercise so many of you when you started the program or maybe still do the thought of exercise like you love the idea of exercise like I used to be a hardcore exerciser I used to like do aerobics competitions as personal trainer I just like full-on worked out all the time um so maybe you you think you're thinking of exercise like I would love the idea of that I can I can feel myself getting up and, and fit an exercise into my life but when it comes to doing it you're just like <laughs> no, no like at, at, you know you know when you before you go to bed the next day I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna exercise I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna get it all done and then when you wake up in the morning you're just like no I'm not doing that so I love this for you Lynn you know what I mean so this is this is how it starts and so for you guys it's when you get that inkling that you want to move your body but your brain is like nah but what's going to happen is you're going to start raising, raising how much energy your body is allowing you access to your metabolism. As your metabolism increases, it gives you more energy. You're going to start feeling like you're going to want to move your body. And it happens all the time. As people progress through the program, they say things like, wow, I just put on my running shoes and went for a walk today. Who am I? Or I just went for a run today. Who am I? I'm thinking of exercising. Who the heck am I? You know? And it's you. You're you. Feeling better about yourself and healthier and your body giving you more energy energy and not keeping your ass on reserve mode. That's what's happening. That's who you are. You are this healthy person who is in tune to your body's needs. You are a healthy person who is prioritizing yourself. You are a healthy person that's helping your body navigate and manage your stress. And do you know what I mean? That's who you are. That's who you are. I love that. Hi, Linda. Good evening. I ate less oatmeal this morning because I wanted less. Good. Then I needed a bonus snack. I guess it shows I'm paying attention. Yes. Okay. However, let me just preface and say it. Um, it, you will be hungry, right? Because if you're messing with your portions and you're paying in tune and eating less, because a lot of you in the last couple of weeks were eating dissatisfaction, you knew you probably should have stopped, but you kept on eating it anyway, right? So remember this process messes with your hunger level. So one day you might be hungry every five minutes, the next day every, you know, you're, you're forcing yourself to eat your snacks. Do not be afraid to use your bonus snacks, but also do not be afraid to hold off. Because it's not like, it's not a bad thing to feel hunger, right? What I would do is go back and watch that hunger video. Watch the hunger video. Because for example, if you ate fruit snack at 10, right? And then, ate less oatmeal, let's say less oatmeal. Um, so, but wait a sec. You sh okay, first of all, your bonus snack comes after your fruit snack. So you would have had oatmeal then you would have had fruit, right? And then you would have added in bonus snack and then you would have added in lunch. So first of all, make sure you're getting your bonus snack placement in the right place, right? Make sure you get your bonus snack place. But for example, so say I ate breakfast and then a half hour later I was hungry again. Um, you know, if I, if I thought about this for a second, 
you whatever I ate for breakfast, chances are, especially if it's higher protein, right? Because that's the focus. Like fruit can break down real fast, like a half hour in your body, right? If you're just eating fruit, it could break down super quick. So there's a chance you could be hungry again. But breakfast, probably not because you're going higher protein and you're including healthy fats. Um, so anything you eat for breakfast, chances are it's going to take like an, an hour, an hour, an hour and a half, two hours for your body to process and digest it. So you think you ate breakfast, right? And then half hour later, you're hungry again. But if you assess your situation, there is no way your body is done processing and digesting your breakfast. There's just no way because that's how long foods take at least an hour, if not an hour and a half and two hours and something like red meat and pork, for example, take five. Um, we're going to talk about that way down in the weeks to come, the importance of that. But for what you right, what you need to know right now is assess your situation. And so you just ate breakfast, half hour goes by and now you're hungry or even an hour goes by for that for, you know, an hour goes by. So chances are your, your food is still working its way through your digestive system. So it hasn't even been broken down and then digested and then stored into usable energy. So think about this for a second. If you go and add more food on top of that, then all you're doing is adding more food on top of that. So it initially meets your like what you think your hunger, your hunger, right? Because you're feeding into insulin. So when you eat, your body floods with insulin, right? And that's what makes you feel like, oh, okay, I ate, I feel, I feel better. But reality is that food still has to be broken down, processed, and digested, and stored into usable energy. And it's, you're far off from that. And not only that, but you got food already sitting going through the pipeline before that. So you can sort of see how adding more food to the mix doesn't actually help you from being less hungry. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Now, some of you have really, like, we also don't want you to feel like you're starving and feeling like you're deprived either. So if you feel like you need to use those bonus snacks to cope, to manage your hunger levels, make sure you do so. But there's something to be said, but just kind of assessing your situation when you ate, if you actually need to eat again, or if you can like hold off, like, cause we're not talking people holding off for like five hours the whole day, not eating. We're talking like probably like a few hours, right? Half hour, to a few hours at most before that you have another meal or snack coming down the pipeline. Now, if you skip breakfast, obviously, you know, and you're, you, you have your food snack and then you eat that food snack and a half hour later, an hour later, you're hungry, but your, your lunch isn't until another, you know, you know, your lunch isn't until your lunch break two hours away, then you're sure you can have like, you have a little bit of your lunch, have half of that first, or if you have a bonus snack, have a bonus snack. So you got to kind of assess the time that your next meal or snack is coming down the pipeline and the time that you just finished your lunch last meal and snack too, right? So just some food for thought, um, so food for thought, because when it comes to hunger, I am going to suggest that each week as we make tweaks to the food plan that you actually review the hunger post relative to where you're at in the program now, because like I'm telling you, your hunger is going to be all over the place because we're going to be approaching this from a variety of different angles meant to disrupt your hunger, meant to disrupt things, right? And have your body kind of resettle, right? That's what we're constantly be doing. Just as your body gets used to one thing, we're getting in they're messing up with again, get used to it. And that's how we keep this thing progressing. And then one week leads into the next week, leads into the next week, leads into the next, or one week is the jumping off point for the each. So, so just, to, just, and freely use those bonus snacks. However, cause we don't want you guys starving and deprived at this point. We definitely do not. That's not what we're about around here. Um, so we want to make sure that you are eating enough food. Um, so make sure you use them if you feel that you need, but also something to be sad about asking yourself if you can hold off, maybe drink some water, maybe like say to yourself, did I, I just ate like half hour ago like chances are if I just wait a little longer all of a sudden I'm not going to be hungry anymore because my food's going to start to process and digest and then get stored into usable energy does that make sense
Does that make sense? That makes sense. Um, so I love this. So in you being in tune to that, right? Pick up on that. So take it to the next level. Like right now you're in tune. I'm hungry. Let me eat. Okay. Let's, let's assess, let's, let's assess the situation, right? Let's assess that. Let's assess that. Oh, there you go, Jennifer. I have Crohn's. This is my second group. The food plan made me feel so much better. Thanks for, thanks also, uh, thanks also have, I have been working with a naturopathic doctor who's fine tuned the supplements for me. Love that to support inflammation. Gut health. There you go. There you go. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. All right. I got to go. I'm going to read from Sarah first. Uh, good evening, Gina and everyone. New low today. 76.6 pounds. Gone forever. Been very slow this program so far. Probably because you lost 76.6 pounds. And I'm going to guess fairly quickly. Well, I know. Uh, fairly quickly. Like three months losing a lot of weight. One year of your life losing a lot of weight is really not a long time. Like we're definitely not a quick fix program, but you can lose a lot of weight pretty quickly around here. Um, so probably because you've lost so much your body's really indulging in the you giving it everything that it needs to take the time to solidify and you know build that you know homeostasis around your new weight right but now that it's on the move now that it's on the move it should move it should move i've been very slow this program so far first program well weight fell off so fast but body is different so now i'm accepting it maximizing everything i can i know that the weight will come off have a wonderful evening i love that i love that i love that that's exactly right it's just because you've lost so much weight so you you had didn't you had no weight loss when you started so it was all drop 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 and all that is again that those, those plateaus solidifying your weight right love that hi lucy good evening i love week three i'm all in been but will be here till the end feeling really pumped and my body is talking to me i love that on that note i'm going to jet um just a heads up uh i'm gonna miss you guys i feel really bummed out about having to cancel tomorrow but i totally forgot it's my kids birthday so I need to do that uh she is turning 17 and she's had like I don't know three pandemic birthdays and then she was sick before that so I really want to make sure that we're um doing something fun for her so I will not see you tomorrow though I'm not worried about you guys um but it'll be a long spread until Monday um so I won't see you tomorrow but I'll see you back in the group uh I, sorry, I won't see you tomorrow night, but I'll see you tomorrow morning if you want to catch up with me then. And then, of course, Friday and then Saturday at 10. Um, but I'm not worried about you guys. This is such a fun week. You guys got homework. Ask yourself those four questions. Have fun with it. Please have fun with it, too. Don't be stressing out about this. Don't be stressing out if your body's not talking to you because it will. You probably, can't, you probably can't hear the body talking to you if you're stressing out over it. <laughs> so just practice. That's my tip for that. And, and pull up that maximizing post. And I really go through it. Um, I think I gave instructions to give yourself a score of 1 out of 10. I was talking this morning. That is not meant to berate yourself, to judge yourself, to score yourself. That one out of 10 is for you to have a good, honest look at what you're doing and look for areas of opportunity. Like for example, you know, exercise or moving your body. Like if you're just walking your dog a couple times a week and you might want to give yourself like a five or a six, right? And, and for doability, not for effort, grade yourself on what you can do. Because you, right now, maybe all you can do is walk your dog a couple times a week. But if you can add to that, maybe walk your dog three times a week, then you can bump yourself up to a six or a seven, right? that kind of thing drinking water right like find a certain amount like what do you give yourself on a, on a on an effort score of one out of ten don't give yourself a ten because you're drinking more than you ever have give yourself a ten like if you're, if you're aiming for a four and you're only hitting two then you kind of suck you know so you got some things to do and now that you suck but listen you've got room to drink some more that are going to really help right so again it's not meant to berate yourself it's meant to look for areas of opportunity it's meant to be like oh i'm still a, i'm still like a 
I'm like a four on my water. Like I could really, you know, set some reminders, right? Get myself a nice cup. Like what can I do? So give yourself a score at a one out of 10 and, and, and think, look for area. You, you want to have lower scores. You know, that you want to give yourself lower scores, but lower scores are great because it means that there's room for you to, to improve. And then what you can do is make a live. What can I do about, you know, my sleep? Well, hey, let me watch that sleep expert video. What can I do about my water? Okay, go over to the water post, get some tips on how to get it in. Start it early, put some fruit in it, put some, you know, put some, uh, you know, Get, put elastic bands, keep track of it, like whatever you need to do for it, right? Like get right out some action plans for yourself and start making a list because it's exciting. So many things that you can do can add up to this process. And remember, you're still working the basics. So these are all just legit extra things that you can do. Um, so have a good night, rest of your night. Have a good night tomorrow because I won't see you then. Um, if I didn't get to your question, which I know I didn't, pop it over on the question of the day page. My team will answer it over there. Remember that we turn these into podcasts along with our guest segments. Um, so if we're looking for stuff to get caught up on, uh, you can take a listen to those for Housewife you're out walking your dog. Um, that's my time for tonight, everyone. Thanks so much for the conversation. Thanks for everyone who asked a question. Thanks for everyone who gauged. Like, and thank you. And I know I don't get to everyone's questions, but please don't stop asking because it, it creates a lot of great, amazing conversations that take place after the fact. And, you know, it does give me talking points. And if you guys stopped asking questions, I would have stuff to talk about. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. Throughout the course, we're going to try to get to as many as we possibly can. Like you said, like tonight, as soon as we pop in here, we want to get right into asking those questions. Have an amazing night, you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.